Hey girl, and welcome to another episode of Coco's Cup. I'm your host, Coco Hontas, and I'm so grateful that you're here. This comes out on February 16th, which is the week of Valentine's, and if you don't know, my favorite holiday. Thank you. Um, but it's also my best friend's birthday, so happiest of birthdays to you, Nami. I love you very much, and I hope to see you soon. On the topic of love, I just wanted to share, you know, there's so much to love, and I think that my life is a season of love. Yes. And this isn't necessarily limited to romantic love. I'm talking about familial, platonic, self-love, because, you know, self-love is the most important kind of love. I also wanted to mention the five love languages, if you've ever heard of it. It was created by Dr. Gary Chapman, and it talks about ways that people can receive and also give love. And those five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Words of affirmation talks about, you know, verbal compliments, praise, appreciation, encouragement, and I think that all of the love languages are modified, whether it's familial or uh, relationships that are, you know, romantic, and then platonic as well. Acts of service talks about thoughtful gestures, things to make your partner's life easier. So that could just be cooking for them or cleaning their car, taking it for a car wash. Gift giving, I think there's a common misconception where people think that you're materialistic for having gift giving as your love language, but I beg to differ. I think that gift giving as a love language can really be small acts. You know, it can be small tokens of appreciation it can be that you went to the gas station and you saw her favorite chips, so you went to go get it for her. It doesn't have to be the most expensive purse or any of the sort. But it, it also is, you know, sentiment and thoughtfulness. And it's really about the effort that's put behind the gift. Quality time talks about undivided attention, meaningful moments that you can spend um, just leisure with your partners, with your friends, without without it being interrupted. And then physical touch is pretty self-explanatory. It's just, you know, to feel connected, so love and affection. And because self-love is the most important love, I wanted to share some things that I thought of where you're able to showcase the five love languages towards yourself. So affirmations and journaling can be ways that you're showcasing words of affirmation. Uh, when I talk about affirmations, that doesn't necessarily mean things that you're writing down, but it can be things that you're telling yourself in the mirror, or if you're just talking to yourself while you're doing your makeup. Oh, I look so pretty. I love how that looks on me. I love this shade, etc., etc. And then acts of service. This could be cooking for yourself, making a rela relaxing bath. And I think that these are all things that are intentional. Because if you don't really think about them and you're going with the flow, it might not feel like an act of love. Do you know what I mean? And then for giving gifts or receiving gifts, it could be getting yourself flowers, getting yourself that makeup that you've been wanting, buying yourself a book. And you can also uh, showcase, what, what's the next one? <laughs> acts of service no I already said that one quality time so quality time could 
is it's just self time it's it's me time it's time that you designate for yourself and again is intentional so it could be going to do yoga going to the gym finding a new hobby that you're doing and then physical touch things like stretching i think yoga also kind of falls into that because it's supposed to be a very relaxing environment and dancing I think that love is so beautiful because it's so versatile and you can see it in so many things. It doesn't necessarily have to be your relationships with people, but you can see it within yourself. You can see it in the things that you do and things that you're interested in. I know a lot of people follow celebrities pretty closely or they'll have a favorite celebrity that they love or even down to color, your favorite color, your favorite food, just things that bring you happiness and things that you can connect with and you associate happy feelings with. I think love is such a delicate thing, such a delicate subject, and I want to say it's it's a verb, it's a noun, it's an adjective, she's that girl, she is all of the above, but thinking about it right now and trying to process the, the kind of love that I show for people and the kind of love that I hold for them, I'm thinking about familial so with my siblings with my parents with my cat now that I have one and then romantic with my boyfriend and just how love shows up in our relationship and then you know my there's platonic so my best friend and and some of my closer friends love is is such an interesting thing because it's very selfless And I've heard the argument, the conversation, what is it that makes you realize that you love a person? And the correct answer, because there there is a wrong answer, when, when I think about why I love somebody, it never has to do with anything that they do for me. You know what I mean? Because I think that once somebody is stripped and reduced to just the things that they do, what if they stop doing those things? Or you know, they change their lifestyle, is that going to affect how much you love them or how you're able to really hold yourself in, in spaces with them? And I think the answer to that is yes. I love people for the way that they make me feel. And love is a feeling, right? And when I feel loved by my very special and important people I think I release so much oxytocin not to be a scientist and you guys you didn't realize that I'm a bio I'm not I'm not a biochem I was gonna say that but I'm not let me stop being untruthful I'm joking but when I think about how I feel when when I describe myself feeling loved I think about how full my heart feels and how calm and at peace and happy that I feel when I'm surrounded by my loved ones or if I get to, you know, spend time with them. I think quality time is something that's very big for me. I've taken the love language test time and time again because I'm just one of those girls that I want to take it every year to see if anything's changed. And the truth is it does change. I think that it changes and differs from person to person, meaning from you to your girlfriend or boyfriend, you to your sister, you to your parents. Your love languages can be perceived differently based on 
what the other person is capable um and in way of capable i mean more so that they're able to reciprocate the things that you want and and vice versa i'm reflecting on how i used to feel about affection and how i would perceive it and insert myself in those kind of situations and i thought it would be interesting to really process it out loud so i'm going to share those thoughts with you When I was in elementary school, I was very, very uncomfortable by physical touch, and that was something that was really just a boundary for all of the relationships I had. So my love language could never be perceived as physical touch because it was just something that I was not willing to do. The one time that I hugged my friends in elementary school was promotion, and that last day when everybody was going to different schools or moving or... I really didn't see many of my elementary friends after graduation, um, different story, but I remember in middle school, I was trying to open up to a little bit more because I was realizing that I was being confronted by a lot of people that their love language was physical touch or they just were not truly affectionate people. And I couldn't tell you exactly when it switched because it must have been a Tuesday or something, you know, um, club going up on a Tuesday. Anyways, I don't, I really don't know. I'm trying to remember so hard, but I don't know the day that it switched or when my mindset started to perceive physical touch as something that felt warm and felt welcoming. And then I think about myself now and physical touch is is a way that I show affection and love and care and tenderness to, to people. And of course, if it's physical touch differs depending on the relationship, but I am a very affectionate person in general, and and that goes for all the five love languages, and I, I think there's even more because to me, I think consideration is a love language, and I will argue this until the day that I die, it is a love language. And I think it's really interesting because a lot of people do not have that in them to be considerate of others, and I wouldn't even say that it, it is reduced to just being selfish because I feel like it takes a lot to be selfish or you just come across a person who's so tired of trying that they only really care about themselves and of course that's a different story but I'm talking about people that are close to you and maybe you misread the relationship and you thought that this is something that they wouldn't do but I'm somebody that I get offended when someone does something um, to hurt me because in my head I'm processing it like I would never do that to you so it doesn't it doesn't make sense that you did it to me and now it hurts more because I know that I wouldn't do that to you and that has a lot to do with consideration right being considerate of other people I have a very very special guest who I'm going to be asking some questions so we're going to get started pregunta numero uno what do you think about when I say love? I'm going to be completely honest. Like, the very, very first thing that just popped in my mind was you. Oh. But, um, love. Oh. I think, I think with, with, with you saying love, I think love for us goes deeper than just romantics. You know, mm. I think that we have genuine love for each other's person, each other's success, each other's um, 
lows in life, you know, like we have genuine care for one another other than being romantically involved. And so <coughs> I believe that. Is that necessary? Okay, the second question is What was the moment that you realized you loved me? I think it would have to be um, when, when, when we seen each other again. That's what really confirmed it um, outside of our conversations, FaceTimes over that, you know, the rest of that summer. When you came down to Miami, you know, just when I was visiting my brother, you came out to see me for as long as he was there. And I think we had a really good time. And I was like, I I would love to have this time for the rest of my life. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, this is, this is the time I want for the rest of my life. That's so cute. Third and final question. Is this how you envision our love story to be written? Is this, um, you mean in like how it is right now? Uh-huh. Um, no, uh-huh. I do not. And I think that's the beauty that I'm finding in our love is that <clears throat> I don't, I don't, sorry. See, I have to clear my throat again. So I have to, it gets caught up. Okay. Okay. Is this a problem? Keep going. I tried doing it quieter. Is this how you envisioned our love story to be written? You saying that with like a half laugh smile? <laughs> I hear it through the phone. Okay, third okay. question: Is this how you envision our love story to be written? Um, is this meaning like like today, like right now? Yes. Um, no, no, just because like I think I'm. That's one of the beauty I'm finding in our love is that I don't really have like an entirely concrete envision of exactly like what I want us to be doing just because I like that we're learning each other and we're writing the story with two hands instead of one person writing a word or the other writing a word. We're making sure we're both clear on whatever word we're writing together. And I think that that is enough for me to not have a, a concrete vision. Mm. Now, when I, I do envision mm. our, our love, you know, but it's nothing, nothing too detailed. I tell you, it's warm, it's bright, it's comforting, it's it's beautiful. Mm. It's just a beautiful canvas that we can do whatever we want to, instead of having to try to fit into some sort of narrative that concludes our little interview so again thank you light for joining us i'm sorry in the background you can kind of hear my cat scratching her scratching bowl so i'm sorry if i bothered any of you guys but this is going to conclude this week's episode thank you guys so much for tuning in as always you know exactly where to find the merch if you're interested go on etsy and just put coco's cup merchandise and you should find us there as always, I'd like to share some gratitude, and this week it's going to be dedicated to my best friend. So again, happy birthday, Nami. I love you very much, and I'm so grateful for you. Have a happy and healing weekend, and I will see you guys in two weeks. I love you very much. Mwah.